Welcome to the 20 Verse Podcast. I'm the host, Valeria. Join me while I story tell about my life to hopefully help with yours. Through my journey, I talk about healing, growing, and mindset. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, welcome to today's episode of the 20 Verse. If you haven't noticed on Instagram, I changed my name to at the 20 verse instead of the 20 verse podcast. I feel like it puts me in less of a bubble of just making this podcast thing. I want to create an atmosphere where people, young people like me, have a place to grow, thrive, and just process the storytelling um, that I do here in multiple different ways. So if you don't follow me over there, go follow. Um, but today we are going to talk about chaos. Chaos is kind of a scary word. So a lot of the time I was like, am I really going to name it chaos? But yeah, because chaos is something that happens in every single one of our lives. And maybe you're experiencing it right now. And that's why I clicked on it. But if you're not experiencing it right now, you definitely have in the past in one and like one way or another. Because it's so normal. It's part of life and we're going to talk about why it's a part of life why you actually need it and why it's actually a blessing but why it's shit (laughs) while you're going through it as well right because I have spoken a lot about different situations in life or over the past um few episodes but I never want to be sugarcoating shit because positive like positivity is very important and it's a very important outlook to have on life. And I I think that now more than ever, I have that kind of outlook. But positivity, let's not make it toxic, right? Like let's not sugarcoat the tough shit that we've gone through in our lives and we'll probably go through again (laughs) and why it's not as bad as we think. And um. Chaos, I guess, what are the first few things that you think about when you hear the word chaos? Maybe it's destruction. Maybe it's a terrible experience. Maybe it brings you back to a time where you've been in chaos. Um, and because we all experienced it and I've I've had a recent experience with it like very deeply and so I want to share that with you and share kind of the lessons that I've learned while I've done it so recently in September um is is the month that I call my awakening right like it's it's the time that I realized that I was just not who I needed to be and I wasn't happy with who I was, um, where my mental state was at, and um, just who was always constantly around me and stuff. I just, I was just mad at the world. But I was mad because I, I wanted something different. I saw so many people having different experiences than I did. I saw so many people living a life that I wanted to live. And I was like, holy shit, I'm out here literally like so just exhausted and I'm not living the life that I want to live. Like I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up, quote unquote. Um, but I know that like this path is not leading me to where I want to be. And that realization causes such 
kind of despair for some people because you're like, fuck, I've been this entire time trying to go after this one thing, but now that's no longer what lights me up. That's no longer what I see myself doing. Like, that's scary because we always talk about how the the unknown is scary. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know why why the unknown um, is one of the best places to be, but it's the scariest to get into. Your brain always wants to make you feel safe and keeps you away from things that you don't know. But you've always seen those things of, oh, the your start of your life is outside your comfort zone, the... Your, your life is lame if you're living in comfort, if you're not growing or dying. But it's easier said than done because going through that process is actually a mess, a mess, a mess, a mess. But one thing that like I like to use an analogy, I'm going to use one right out the gate, um, is so chaos in your daily life, let's say would be if you're cleaning something out, your garage, your room, your apartment, if you're cleaning, like doing a deep clean because you don't want the place to be messy anymore and you don't like how some things are organized and those pictures on the wall are kind of like boring you now and you don't like the layout of your bed and um, the sport equipment should go somewhere else. So you're like, damn, I, I, but to change all of this, I need to change everything around. So we usually delay it and delay it and delay it and delay it because it takes so much time. But eventually it comes a point that let's say you're like, fuck it. Like I'm going to spend an entire weekend cleaning out this room or cleaning out the garage or this whole day depending on how big the space is we'll just say your room and one day so you want to rearrange everything but with rearranging one thing you need to arrange the whole thing so what you have to do is you go under your bed you grab all the your old notebooks and your old stuff that you put under there just for no reason there might be just random clothes under there then um you want to move your bed. So you need to move where those things that were under your bed were once um, were once under your bed, but can now not be in the same place. Therefore, you need to move that around. You want to get rid of old clothes. So you need to literally almost try everything on to see if you don't like it and then put it in a garbage bag and put your clothes everywhere around your room. And then you want to move picture frames. You want to move um, old things on your desk and you want to go inside your desk you need to take all the pens all everything out to see what's junk and what's something that you still want but in that process you look up and everything's a mess and you're like holy fuck what have I done sorry I'm in like a sweary mood today um what have I done and so it starts to look overwhelming because everything is everywhere. Your clothes are everywhere. There's books, there's pens, there's everything just everywhere. And you don't even know where to begin then because you're like, whoa, well, I've started cleaning things out, but in the process, I've made the room even messier. But the point being, you started the decluttering because that's exactly what you intended to do. You wanted to declutter. But 
In decluttering comes the chaos. It becomes chaotic. And that's why we call it kind of a chaotic phase in your life. When you're transitioning from one version of yourself to the other, or from one thing from the other. And it's it causes so many emotions. I know that for me, I'm someone that I was just over it. I was over the negative thoughts I was having in my head. I was over the lack of trust I had in myself and others. I was over all these old programs and old conditionings that had just been holding me back for years. But like when you're in that chaotic mode, when you're looking at all your clothes on the floor, you get so overwhelmed sometimes that you might have to just retreat. And you're like, oh my gosh, I should have just never done it, right? Like that's what you think. I should have just never done it in the first place. Like it wasn't that bad to begin with. I really could have just kept those clothes in the drawer. I really just could have kept my bed in the same place. I really just could have kept those papers on my desk. But that's just your ego trying to keep you in the same place because it's overwhelming, it's scary, it's anxiety, um, and it's just everything that our ego does not, our mind does not want to experience at all, right? We want to just be in, in, a, in a state of happiness, in a state of blissfulness, in a state of content. But if you're being honest... If you go into a room that just has so much extra stuff anyways and you're like, you know in the back of your mind it's nagging you that it needs to be cleaned, are you ever fully peaceful anyways? No. Most likely not. So whether you ignore the emotions or accept them, they're there. Just one way they'll stay longer and one way they will beat you up but leave you way quicker (laughs) because processing emotion is the hard part right processing all these all these new ideas and all this these nagging feelings of I'm meant for more um I I don't like the way that I am right now where that my world around me is right now that processing is is really scary and can be really scary because again, you're entering in a place that you've never known and you're like, well, I don't even know if what I want exists and I'm going to really reprogram my mind like this or I'm going to really go through all that hassle just for something to not exist. But I'm here to tell you that your desire exists someplace, somewhere, sometime. It does. But if you stay in the same exact place, you'll never find it. Ever. I believe that we live in a in in an abundant universe. The universe is abundant. And it's a newly adopted thought that I had during my whole chaotic period. I learned a lot of myself during my chaotic period. And since I've been hinting at it so much, I'm going to go into it a little. So, this past summer, I moved to Kelowna, British Columbia. And I worked my ass off because I ran like a virtual business. Um, and I worked my ass off. Some days I'd work like 15, 16 hour days for two weeks straight. And I, after that, I accomplished what I need to accomplish and I was done. Like my brain was done. I was exhausted all of August and this was in July. Um, I was exhausted 
all of August because I just exerted myself so much in July. Coming in September, I realized that like I just had per like I just had so much um just perpetual anxiety, perpetual um tiredness. I was exhausted. I I was just not in a good place. And now looking back, I I know this because I, it was time for me to shift something and shift a lot of things in my opinion um in my life. But September came around and literally it was chaos. It was chaos. I had online school that I didn't know how to handle. Um I had come back to Calgary living with my parents again, which was like um an adjustment. And then I was just mad that I just I didn't think the way I wanted to think. I always had negative thoughts about myself. I had um negative thoughts about or negative thoughts about the possibilities of my life. I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life. I was but I knew that uh, there was a nudge. It's very hard to explain unless you've been there, but there was a nudge that I needed to go through. I needed to go through all these emotions. Now, chaos is not easy, okay? And now you might hear me saying this. You might hear all the other podcasts or see me on Instagram, and you're like, wow, she really, like, she knows her shit. <laughs> well, I, I don't, like, all the time. And it's really through experience and really feeling emotions. Like, I'm a very emotional person um and it comes out in different ways if I don't process it through um tears I'll process it through anger or I'll process it through frustration or resentment and all these things that just are not helpful for me right so my preferred method and the method that gets emotions out the quickest are tears and like I don't want you, because put this into your perspective, right? Like, when have you been so distraught that you're just, like, just don't know what to do anymore? You're sad. That's the emotion I felt. Or similar. I don't want to, like, equate our emotions if it's totally different. But I felt very distraught and very um, sad in September. And um, I was sad. My emotions were everywhere. I was mad. I didn't know where to go. And that really, like, September was a really bad month for me. October was a semi-okay. November was bad. December was semi-okay. So, kind of to say that chaos is kind of in waves. Like, you do a lot of processing, a lot of healing, let's say, in one month. And then the next one, you're kind of like, okay, I'm a little bit better. But then universe hits you with more shit you have to process. And for me, it was so much. I needed to rewrite old stories. I needed to rewrite what I think, who I think I am, what I think the world is, who I want to be, how I want to be treated, how I want to love, how I want to be loved. I needed to just flip my world upside down because I knew that the way that I was leading in my life will not bring me the success or the fulfillment that I've wanted ever in my life. So when I was idealizing these millionaires that had a successful soulful business, 
I, like, if I wanted to get there, there's a whole lot of rewriting I needed to do in my head. I needed to fix my money beliefs. I needed to fix the idea that I'm not worth it or I'm not enough to achieve that, whether that be conscious or subconscious. Because most of the time we walk around being like, yeah, we, we shit, like, we the shit, like, we're okay. Um, I'm, I can achieve everything I want to, but do you, do you really think that? Like, fully in your heart ask yourself that right now. Do you believe you can do anything you you want to do? Do you believe you can do anything that you want to do? If the answer is deeply, like, honestly, no, and for most of us, it's going to be if you've never thought of this, like, just know that you're going to get to a place once you've recognized that, oh, shit, I actually don't think I can achieve like with my whole heart, this whole thing, then it's just an ongoing process of dismantling those beliefs. And while we're talking about dismantling, there's chaos before there's the light. There's terrible feelings before the amazing ones. And I know that sounds so cheesy. I understand that. And if you're going through the chaotic thing right now, you're like, oh my God, like shut up. Like, I don't want to hear that right now. And that's okay. There's certain points in your life that you're going to have to be upset. You're going to have to not believe in anyone or anything. Or I've I've had to yell my at myself in the car because I'm like, stop being like this. Like I've I've had to sit myself down because I wasn't in the place that I was going uh, that I wanted to be. And I was the only one that was gonna get myself out of that rut. I was the only one that's gonna get through it. Because nobody else can drag you along as long as, like, as much as they try, as much as your parent, your guardian, your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, as long as, if someone tries around you to get you out of a dark place, if you don't go through it yourself, you will just be repeating the exact same lessons the next fucking year. Because it's somebody else trying to do all the work for you. The sad thing is, the sad and happy thing is, the good and bad, it's kind of like a dynamic, you really need yourself. You're the only person that's going to be able to get yourself out of whatever you're in. You're the only person that's going to be able to get you to your next step. And that can show up in the way of like being open to new perspectives, allowing yourself to feel the anger that you feel so that you don't feel it the next day because that's really what it is emotions just come in so we can feel them but you don't necessarily have to hold on to them holding on to them actually causes the suffering i believe we feel pain in this life but suffering sometimes can like i don't know i feel like if most of the time we actually felt an emotion and this isn't easy either. I still avoid it to this day. Like this is an ongoing process. There's a reason that we, I say that this is my journey and I'm hoping to help you through yours because it's an ongoing process that we're learning inside our 20 verse, right? We're in our 20s and we're developing and we're figuring shit out, but it's not like an easy feat to sit down with yourself and be like, fuck, like I've been lashing out the whole day. Is it because I'm hurting. And then just listening, okay, maybe it is what I'm hurting. How am I hurting? What hurt me? What am I thinking that's hurting me? And then going down that um, that hole of just asking yourself questions, 
because you'll never process it if not, right? Let's say you're consistently holding on to this one belief, this one belief that you're not, like, you're not the type of person that would succeed at this thing. You're not the type of person that would run a successful business. You're not the type of person that to get, um, I don't know, what, whatever your goal is. Then if you're constantly believing that, like, it, it will never happen for you. Your Your goal will never happen for you. So kind of coming back to the point of you need to create space for yourself to to think about your thoughts, <laughs> to think about your thoughts. You need to create space to listen to your inner thoughts and your inner dialogue because it's not it, you're not a bad person for thinking these things. We we all heard things growing up that is still that are still continuously showing up in our lives because that's the way that we think whether it be moral values and stuff and beliefs, but beliefs can be changed. Why do you think your parents think it different than you? Because they grew up differently. Why do you think that somebody that is in your position thinks differently than you? Because they probably learned or grew up differently. So so beliefs can be changed, but it's not an easy feat to have. And something that I've probably mentioned inside the Outgrowing People episode, um, but I want to re-emphasize is that you need to destroy your current house. Like, destroy it. Dismantling it. Take the fucking construction things. I don't even know what they're called. And just break that apart. Take the wood out. Take the cement out. Take all the decorations inside. That needs to be, like, destroyed for you to have a solid enough foundation rebuilt to build your life up again. And that is no easy thing. That is not an easy thing. So I'm not telling you to go at it alone. I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of say, being like, whatever, I'll just, I'll just, I'll figure it out. But some things that helped me when I was kind of starting this whole journey of chaotic, crying like at least six times a week thing was, and this is, uh, this may, might not be accessible for everyone, but um, I have parents that have coverage on, on their insurance. So I could get covered for therapy. And I was like, you know what? If all these successful people have coaches, and technically right now, I don't know where to get a coach, but I can, I need someone to guide me through my emotions. Why not do this thing? Even though it has this negative connotation on it, blah, 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 bullshit things from people that don't want to heal. Um, but you, I, I, I took that on. I found someone that I really resonated with because I would only speak to someone that actually like made sense to me. I found her and uh, I worked with her for several months, helping me validate my feelings, giving me strategies for my feelings. So that's a uh, a resource for you. You can also find people online that just implement more things online because if you're always on your phone like I am, you might as well see uplifting stuff. You might as well see different perspectives of people that you want to be or people that you want to emulate or um, people that you you admire, right? Because we all have our own light and we're all going to travel through this world on our own. That's the only way that we're going to be able to... Um, sorry, we all have our own light and we are going to shine differently. That's the only way that we're going to be able to succeed. So... Um, 
having more of that, I follow at Manifestation Babe. I love her. I follow at the Royal Shaman. Um, I and then in that world, you kind of find more people because they're more like spiritual boss ass women that I like. But you can find um, men, um, people like that are non-binary, anyone that that's resonating with you and make a more safe space for yourself in that way because you're going to want to give up so many times. Like I, I can't even tell you how many times I was just so mad and I was like, I'm never going to get out of this because keep in mind, I was like really in like not that good of a place for four months. You know how hard that is? Like I'm sure some of you know, like I was in a really bad place for four months in a place where I was just like trying to like just stay stay level-headed as much as possible but couldn't really because again the process of dismantling your house and trying to build that uh rebuild that back up isn't just daisies and roses and rainbows it's real tough shit so if you need help while doing it reach out to somebody reach out to somebody around you but um just know that like and let's say you're not in the chaotic state right now, but you're kind of just getting out of it. That's where I am. I'm now like, whoa, I'm thanking my September self. Like, thank you so much for choosing to go through. And that wasn't every day. <laughs> I wanted to avoid that shit, like the plague, like growing and like dealing with my emotions for five minutes at a time. Or five minutes at a time. <laughs> for like five days at a time but you always just bring yourself back that's that's really what we're asking here it's just continuously bring ourselves back to where we want to be but if we need to just go off the rails a little bit then like allow yourself to do that the thing is that toxic positivity says that you to grow you need to stay positive but the reality is you can't grow on unfertile unfertile soil you can't grow in unfertile soil. So you need to fucking throw all that dirt out and then re-pour like amazing dirt on for you to actually be able to grow. Right? But it's but it's going to be challenging because that's a fixed place that you've always been. And if you were just sorry, I, <laughs> I keep on speaking and I lose train of thoughts. But if you just gone out of, got out of that stage look back and thank yourself for going through that. And if you're going through it, just say, wow, my future self is going to literally love me for this. Or she better, or he better, um, or they better really be grateful for the shit I'm going through right now because fuck, it's hard. (laughs) And that's okay to admit. That is okay to admit because life uh, is really good and really magical, but there's real intense emotions that come with it that can't and shouldn't be ignored. Because they're, like I said at the beginning, they're going to continue to be there. Always, 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 always. You can't, you can't hide a feeling. Feel the emotion. It's not being low vibe if you feel the emotion, because the emotion's already in your body. So unless you start processing it, it's going to continue to be there and continue to lower your vibration. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Um, 
go and on Apple Podcast and review the podcast. I would love that. You can join me over at the 20 verse um, on Instagram now because that is my new title and really deeply share with me. I'm I would love to hear your stories over um, at the 20 verse. You can just DM me anywhere there. Um, and again, be kind to yourself you're going through it or you have gone through it and both deserve the same recognition. Okay, I'll see you next week. Bye. If you loved what you heard today, go ahead and follow and subscribe the 20verse podcast. You can also follow me over at the 20verse where I give you motivational posts, tips and tricks and keep you updated on this podcast every single week. Send it to your friends that are also in the 20verse. I'd love to hear their thoughts and I'd love for them to join the family. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll talk to you next week.